This podcast is supported by Audible. To find out how you can get a free audiobook of your choice just for trying Audible, check out audibletrial.com slash lead. You're listening to Leader Lab. Welcome to the fourth season of Leader Lab. There's a chance that this season might actually be the most useful season of any podcast that you've ever heard. Okay, I can't really guarantee that, but admit it, you were intrigued. And that's in line with some recent and thought-provoking research on the nature of potential and our seeming preference for it over proven track records of success. What am I talking about? I'm talking about uh, some recent research published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology by two researchers from Stanford, Zachary Tormala and Jason G, and Michael Norton of the Harvard Business School. In their paper, they tested the allure of potential across eight different studies and found that people tended to prefer someone who had the potential for future success over someone who had passed future success. I'll tell you about a few of them. In one of the first studies, they asked participants to play the role of a basketball coach and presented two potential new players and asked them which one they preferred. One of the players was a rookie who was noted for his great potential, and the other was was an established player who had a great record. And they found that these pretend coaches were more willing to pay the promising rookie an exorbitant salary because they thought his first season would outshine an established player's next season. In another study, and perhaps more relevant for our purposes, participants were asked to play the role of a recruiting manager, and they were shown two equally qualified candidates. Both had MBAs from New York University's Stern School of Business. Both had, had scored highly on a leadership achievement test, but it was noted that one candidate had scored highly on what they called a leadership potential test. And they, were, they asked the participants which of these two candidates they would approve for a new management job. Surprisingly, the participants said that they overwhelmingly preferred the candidate with leadership potential over the candidate who was exact equal without the leadership potential score. This was a similar pattern shown across the board. One of the more interesting studies was a real-life experiment involving Facebook ads. You see, Tormala and his team put a series of Facebook ads up for eight days over the real comedian Kevin Shea. Now, some of the advertisements that people were exposed to played up Kevin Shea as if he could be the next thing. A different set of, of advertisements had pretty much the same graphics and the same copy, except they said that Kevin Shea is the next biggest thing. Again, perhaps counterintuitively, Tormala and his team found that people were more willing to click on the ads that listed Shea as the next big thing and less willing to look at the established. Besides being unexpected, what do these results tell us? Well, they tell us that overall, people seem to prefer potential over a track record of achievement. People tend to pass over others with a track record of success in favor of people who show potential for future success. Now, the researchers think that hearing about a person with potential is a bit more intriguing to our minds and is a more compelling sell than hearing about a person who has already achieved success. The researchers say that when someone hears about someone's potential that is yet unknown but could be great, it prompts us to a little bit deeper reflection about them and their merits and to develop a story about where they're going. Whereas if we focus just on the accomplishments of someone's past, then all we have is where they've been. And perhaps... 
it becomes a bit harder for people to evaluate where someone's past track record of success is going to be going. We seem to prefer the mystery of potential over the certainty of a track record of success. And this has some interesting implications. Now, a caveat. Uh, This power, this allure of potential is limited. In one experiment, participants were asked to assess their preference of paintings, some of which they were told were by an up-and-coming artist who had the potential to be great, and others, they were told, were by an artist who had already won four prestigious art awards. Now, in this experiment, people tended to uh, lean towards the person with the overwhelming number of awards over the one with the potential. So there are limits to this idea of the power of potential, but still... These findings have some interesting implications uh, for how we lead and how we operate. These results imply that people are more impressed, more intrigued by the prospect of what somebody could do versus what the certainty of what somebody's already done. Now, when we think about how we present ourselves, how we develop followers, how we promote programs, new innovations, strategies, we tend to go back to what the company has done in, in the past, right? Which is logical. And perhaps more objective, but it doesn't seem to be the way we're wired. Emotionally, we tend to prefer this potential. So what can we do to leverage this? In in my mind, I believe we need to think about balancing the certainty of our track record success. If we've had past wins, we certainly don't want to ignore them and just talk about potential. But they need to be counterbalanced with what do those wins mean? What what does the what do our past successes, what does the success of a of a past program mean for future success? In addition, when looking at uh, our own developmental needs and our own abilities, we tend to overemphasize the things that we've already accomplished and perhaps not taking an equal amount of time to reflect on what those past successes mean for our future and our future abilities. Give yourself some permission to dream about what your own potential is. Now, I think we also need to consider this on how we interact with followers and how we certainly interact with potential hires. Are we succumbing to this bias or are we taking the more objective stance of having a balanced view of past successes and the potential for future performance? Certainly, these study results imply that everyone shares this bias, and so we all have the ability to be seduced by the allure of potential. But we need to examine our own decisions as leaders, as innovators, as strategists. We need to examine, are we making a decision just on what the decision has the potential to do, or are we balancing that decision with the objective facts of what it has done? And perhaps, if we can provide that balance, we can get the results that we want both for ourselves and for the organizations we serve.